0: Time is money. Have you ever heard that saying? If you have, I want to help redefine what it means for you on the podcast today. Welcome to Masters of Energy. Really excited to be chatting with you today. Something I want to kind of take a pivot on, something I've learned. So I want to pivot on these podcasts. is I'm I'm reading a really good book by Russell Brunson. And one of the the guidelines he says is you got to post on social media every day. And I, I've heard that from other mentors before, and it's tough. <laughs> but something he said like really stuck with me. He said, "You don't post every day to find to like put yourself out there to like bring business. You put you post every day to find out who you are and what your message means to yourself." And I was like, "Oh, that's like really deep and in, in, like really impactful." It's like I don't just sit here and do these podcasts or or posts because I need the help others or promote myself it's cuz i need to find out what my message is and that's going to power me and i thought that was really cool so on these podcasts over the next few times something that just for me personally is has always been a, a sore point is just poverty anywhere especially when i when i see it like it jerks my heart like it just tugs my heartstrings when i see people that are struggling um, i have i know Some people I just oh I don't want to like point any names or anything but it just it just it's whether it's their own fault or whether there's external circumstances, it just kills me to see like poverty um like in America honestly, we we have it it's definitely here when you travel outside the the states, it's it's tough it's there, and so I want to focus a few episodes on, kind of my story. And what helped me, not, not that I was ever like dirt poor, but that was my dog barking. Um, I'm not growling at you, but uh, that it's, that has really like some skill sets that have really raised my standard of living, not just financially, but emotionally, mentally, physically, um, and mentally just some techniques and things that if I would wish I would have known earlier, it would have made a huge difference, but I'm, I'm glad I know them now. And so I want, I want to share them. So the, the first one, the first lesson, well, let me just start with the story and the, the lesson coming out the story. So I grew up in a small little farming community in Idaho. And I mean, you couldn't ask for a like more humble, hardworking community to grow in. Like if you work, if you worked in agriculture communities, especially like, I guess I, I grew up in the eight, late eighties, early nineties, um, two thousands so still millennial, but like the the humongous commercialization of farming hadn't quite happened yet, at least where we were at. Um, it was still there, but because of that, like you still had some vestiges of that. Every like every everybody works hard when they're when they're you know during the summer harvest time or planting time, and so I remember specifically there was this this strong and there still is today when I go back. There's a strong culture of. Working hard and earning your keep. So, like, if you're if you're a farmer or you're a laborer or or, or whatever, right? Like, you know that the t- the time you put in to the clock, or to the job, or to the farm, or to the, the work, your craft, you're gonna benefit from that time out, right? And so that that's from most every perspective, that is a time honored value and virtue. And that's what I grew up in, and I, I appreciate that. I'm so grateful for it. Um, and I was I learned work ethic at a very young age. That if I work hard, results will follow, right? Um, now, obviously, I'm going to kind of like reverse on that, but also growing up there, there was look. I didn't. I had no idea because obviously I was just a kid growing up. That was my reality. But like growing up, there's all this. There's this this, this division of them versus us right so i grew up on the poor part of the side of town I went to the poor school um i was at bonneville high school look i didn't know that at the time i thought we were the cool awesome school and they were the snobby like stuck up school right hillcrest um but looking back again with all the people i associate with good good people like nothing like really solid as people but the there was this hey like those are There's other, there's other, these other people in the world, like here's us, we work hard, we earn our keep, we're honest, good folk. Um, But there's this other world that they're really well off and some people got well off because they worked really hard, they're smart, had a good idea, but most of it was because they got lucky or they, you know, were dishonest or they inherited from someone else. Like there was some kind of like outside circumstance that made that person to the the position they were right now obviously that wasn't all the case and, and but that's like that was a very strong narrative for some reason that was in my head and I, I wanted to claim that it was just in my head because I was it was in my head but I'm sure someone put it there and looking back that was kind of the that was actually the culture you know so there was you know you, you hear story like this the story of the narrative is this person this farmer this laborer this worker this dad this mother they're working hard and they're providing putting food on their family that's the honorable profession these other people well we don't want to judge them but we're really we're not judging we're really going to judge them uh, is what that means you know they have some other vices right and we don't want that so growing up with that narrative you know going to school working hard i always i i always thought like okay this is my lot in life and i should be happy with x kind of life right um which again i'm not bashing that at all um i'm really there i'm talking to people that are saying well i like that lot in life but i want a little bit more how do i get a little bit more you know or or a, or a lot more than than what i expected when i was young or what i was taught to taught to want um not to be greedy but really to one increase your old standard of living but also just to give to others right and so that what i like and still, the reason this is on my mind is, I was working on a, a project for um, creating some fo- some automatic like follow up, some marketing automation. And I was like working on this one little problem for like six to eight hours, and I think around the six hour mark, I was real like I, I can usually think, figure things out pretty quick, and I was frustrated because I couldn't figure it out. And around the eight hour mark, like six hour mark, I started thinking I really just need to pay somebody to do this. um And I but the it was like if I can figure it out, it's better for me to do it because it's good for me to learn and. And also I just don't want to pay someone to do it right that 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 mentality from my younger years of work hard and it'll pay off was coming up and around eight hours I was like I'm just gonna pay someone to do this (laughs) so got online found someone that their skill set was this particular particular problem I was dealing with 150 (laughs) bucks an hour later it was fixed (laughs) I was happy and moved on and and you know it was is awesome (laughs) but like, even, like, two years ago, I wouldn't have done that. Like, I would have figured it out myself or not figured it out. Um, and there was a shift that that I made that made all the difference. And this is the shift, that the the traditional time is money in terms of your work in is what you get out. I stopped believing in that completely. Like, I stopped letting that be a guiding philosophy in my life. I think it's life. It's still, it's still important, but I... I noticed there was another philosophy that was introduced to me, and it like completely shocked my like my mind. And so here's how this philosophy goes. It goes, it's our so we have time, and time has a value, and everybody's value they assess to time is different, right? Or the value they get out of their time or their input is different. So one person might have a skill set but it's only valued at a certain level and someone else might have another skill set and that's valued at a very very high level right so instead of this like oh you're just lucky or you you're rich because you're lucky it's you're rich because you actually provide more value and for me that was like oh shoot I never thought about that way. I thought they're rich because they're lucky, or they're well off because they're lucky, or they're maybe maybe it's not financial riches, maybe it's emotional riches, maybe it's you know financial riches are really easy to see, emotional, spiritual, mental aren't like so easy to see. But um, we'll talk about the financial because it applies to this conversation. Um, So the 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 math of this philosophy that people were teaching these entrepreneurs and business people were teaching me was this: take like the skill you're the best at. Like how much are you earning per dollar? So I was like, okay, well, I've gotten really, over the past year and a half, two years, I've gotten really, really good at knocking on a door, getting in the home, convincing someone to go solar, and going going out. And like, sure, there's rejection in there. Sure, there's some tough times, some hot weather. and um, But if I am just focusing on that skill, well, even that skill alone, the hours of time I spend versus the money I get out I'm making at least one hundred thirty dollars an hour. That's it's actually way more than that, but I like want to be conservative. Well, let's just say let's make the math easy. It's hundred dollars an hour, so let's make it. So I'm making hundred dollars an hour doing that skill set, and so but in my job there wasn't just that skill set, or in my life there wasn't just that that skill. I wasn't doing that for you know x number of hours. So I was doing other things as well. Kai, be quiet. That's my my dog's name's Kai, and he's sometimes gets grumpy. Um. So you hear the growl. That's him, but uh, the I, I I wasn't just sitting at home talking to people, closing them. Right. There was other things. I had to do paperwork. I had to manage a pipeline. I had to deal with customer issues. I had to wash my car. I had to clean the house. I had to do all these other things. Right. And, but so the when these when I was being taught this, they said, okay. So if your if your value is a hundred dollars an hour. That's your value. So would you pay someone else $100 an hour to wash your car? Heck no, I wouldn't pay someone $100 an hour to wash my car. You know, like I wouldn't pay someone all that money to, to do those things. Like I'd pay them a lot less, right? Like if I order you know, a car wash, it takes 30 minutes, I might pay them like 20 bucks or less. If I do an automatic car wash, it's done in 10 minutes and, you know, it costs like five bucks and there's no way I'm going to wash my car, which takes me 30, 40 minutes and that would pay me I'd pay some $50 $60 for that like heck no well then why are you doing that yourself It's like oh shoot like why am I doing that myself so like I, I know I'm going a little tangent here but basically if I want to break down the like the very simple basic building blocks of this is we only have so many hours in a week right so Again, you have more hours than this, 7 times 24, uh, it's like 150, 140-some hours, right? So you have so many hours in a week that you can actually be productive. You have sleep time, people just need some leisure time. But in terms of productive time, let's just say there's 80 hours, right? And so not that you should spend all those 80 hours doing one thing, right? Then you need to have diversity. But most people, let's say their work week is 40 hours, they spend, how do they spend that 40 hours? Is it on high value tasks, or the tasks that they're paid the highest for? Usually not. Usually we get really distracted by mowing our lawns, cleaning our homes, like doing menial tasks at work, doing things we're not great at, but we want to help at. And there's all these things that like lower our dollar per value, Because we're not great at it, right? So if I, for me, or let's say you're super, super good at coding, right? You make $200 an hour coding computer software, right? Now, let's say, though, you suck at mowing a lawn, (laughs) right? It could take, like, or let's use my example. I'm really good at sales. I'm really poor at coding. So I could sit there, like, if someone paid me to code, Like, well, you would never pay me to code because I can't really do it. Like, I could do, like, a basic HTML website. (laughs) So, but that, like, that that value in the market to code an HTML website is, like, worth negative dollars, actually. But let's say it's worth, like, $5 an hour, right? Like, I could spend my time doing a $5 an hour task, right? Because that's how much I'm worth. (laughs) But then I'm really wasting... That other Like at the time, the $100 I was worth. So I'm literally losing $95 of my money because I'm spending my time on a low value task, right? And so I could, instead of spending my time on something I suck at that somebody would only pay me a little money at, I could find somebody else and say, well, they're $50 an hour for this task. So yeah, it sucks to pay that $50. But what that does is, is it frees my time up to spend something I'm really, really, really good at. And so I'm making $50 an hour more than I would have if I spent time on this task. And so I know that can be, it's a little confusing. It makes a lot more sense if you're on a whiteboard (laughs) and drawing out specific examples, but I think by now you've got the gist of it. Like your time at your superpower is very, very, very valuable, right? And not that you can spend all the time on your superpower, right? You'd burn out. But if you can focus mo- the best part of your day and most of your time on that, what you'll notice is your value, your dollar per hour value, your time for money value goes up. And the secret to this is not letting you, what, you're, what you're bad out, your low dollar per hour skills get in the way of that. Like... Sub that out to somebody else. And what you'll what you do as you do that is you'll, you'll grow and you'll be more profitable in your life. And again, that applies financially very visibly, but it also can very emotionally. This doesn't mean that we can't develop and shouldn't develop other skill sets that are valuable and helpful, but it does say don't like, like the do-it-yourself attitude. Yeah, like if it's a hobby and fun, do it. But if it's not, then sub it out (laughs) and you will value your time way more.